Okay, so you have a small business that you need to market, but you're not a marketer. So now what? Where do you start and what are you even supposed to do? Well, meet Engie. Engie is marketing software that simplifies marketing for small business owners. You can plan, organize, and get your marketing out the door and in front of your next customers fast. The best news? Engie is turning one on May 8th, so you can make marketing way more manageable for yourself for only $19 a month for your first year with the code BDAY. But don't wait. This offer ends on May 31st. Okay podcast. I'm Samantha Welker, your host, and today I'm bringing just another quick hit of motivation for all you creative entrepreneurs out there. I hope you enjoyed my Phoebe Buffet uh, smelly cat style voice last episode because it is still here. Uh, at this point, I'm pretty sure I have the black lung or, or SARS, but you know. So please no uh, negative reviews about vocal fry, okay? I know you wouldn't do that. I'm just kidding. But anyways, at the end of last week's episode about confidence, I had mentioned that I have some cool guests coming on, but you know, life, things got delayed. No worries. We'll have them on very soon. So this week, I thought that I'd share the second highest voted topic in the Instagram stories poll, which was the art of delegating. So I will be the first one to tell you, as a fun type A control freak that I am, that delegating is really hard. Uh, It takes practice and it takes strategy, just like any new habit you want to build. So let's let's just play make-believe for a second. Let's pretend that just for a day, you didn't have to do any work that didn't bring you joy. You didn't have to perform tasks that were time sucks or, you know, took you away from your creative work. Your day was simply full of fulfilling creative work and you ended each day as happy as you started it. Sounds awesome, right? While, you know, we as business owners, we're never going to be 100% free of responsibilities. You can just toss that idea out right now. But you can structure your workload to be more enjoyable and to focus on the work you actually want to do instead of what you have to do. So how do we get this magical unicorn of a business model? Delegating, my friends. It is all about delegating. But like I said, type A control freak. Relinquishing the reins is easier said than done, right? Let's go through just some of my top recommendations and techniques for what you can do to make sure that you're delegating the right tasks and focusing on what matters. We will get you there. I promise. Okay, the first thing you're going to have to do is learn to let go. The biggest problem most business owners face is the inability to let go of their own work. Sometimes, you know, we feel so dedicated to completing our own work that we refuse to let other people help. That's an ego thing, but that's a topic for another day. Other times, there's that fear that nobody else has the skills or abilities necessary to execute the work effectively. Hi, this is me a thousand percent. So why train someone to do this when I can do it myself, right? Because your time is fucking valuable. That's why. Now, 
don't get me wrong, the tasks you delegate out are not a waste of time, but they might not be best suited for what's best for you. Whatever the case may be, your first priority needs to be to learn to let go. We're going to start small, delegating out only the smallest tasks, and you gradually work your way up. You'll get to know your team better and improve trust among you and your coworkers or employees. Take baby steps and know that eventually you will have to let go of your work if you want your business to be successful. You cannot do it all. Which leads into playing to your team's strengths. As a leader, you're going to have to learn the capacity of your employees or contractors. You should know each individual's strengths and weaknesses including their current and potential range of skills. What can they do now? What can you see them being great at in the future? So when delegating, take a look at your team and assign tasks to whoever has the greatest number of relevant skills to that task. It seems like the obvious choice, but too many business owners delegate to whoever has the lightest workload or whoever is the most convenient, but that's the wrong way to go about delegating. It's important to be consistent. Why? Because delegating the same type of tasks to the same individual will eventually increase that individual's aptitude for those tasks. Practice makes perfect, right? Okay, one big thing you should do, document the process and include instructions. Even if the task process seems obvious to you, make sure to include instructions with each task that you're going to delegate. If you have specific preferences for how the assignment will be carried out, include that information. If you have a strict deadline or milestones you need to hit, be clear about them. Including the details and straightforward instructions from the get-go will avoid most communication gaps and allow for your tasks to be executed effectively. It's a proactive strategy that both you and your team will appreciate. The key here, like I said, is to be as specific as possible. Don't assume that someone can read your mind, you guys. This only ends in frustration and disappointment on both ends. So no matter how silly you find a certain detail, if it matters to you in the outcome, you need to map it out beforehand. Next, trust, but always verify. This is one of my biggest rules as a leader. As a business owner, you're still responsible for the outcome no matter who does the tasks that get you there. So once a task is delegated, trust your employee or contractor to execute it on her own terms. This, it allows the person to tackle the work the way she feels best. Micromanaging is the death of productivity. The act of delegating a task in itself shows trust, right? And it boosts confidence. So don't counteract it by micromanaging out of fear that it won't get done correctly. However, don't be afraid to occasionally step in and verify that it's moving along just as planned. So for example, if you made an assignment a week ago that's due tomorrow, trust that they're going to get it done, but send a quick verification email to make sure that they haven't hit any snags. You know, so doing so, this encourages more trust and respect within your team, but it also helps prevent breaks in communication or understanding. Okay, so I know a lot of you are potentially thinking, cool, I want to delegate my shit, but I don't have employees or contractors to give it to. Well, this, my friend, is where the art of outsourcing comes in. It's actually quite amazing what you can get accomplished via technology these days. 
Virtual assistants are a dime a dozen, and once you find a good one, you'd actually be amazed at how much they can take off your plate. It might be an investment for some of you newer business owners, but it's an important one, and honestly, it's really not that expensive. But if your time is being sucked up every day by small but important tasks that keep the business afloat, you lose the opportunity to grow the business as you should. When you start to effectively delegate time-sucking tasks or, you know, tasks you're simply just not good at because we all have those, it frees you up to do the things you're awesome at. It enables you more free time to work in your zone of creative genius and the business building aspects of your business. You no longer are going to get caught up in the details, but you have the space to cast your vision and do what you do best. Okay, so before you run out and hire anybody, I want you to do a quick exercise. First, let's brain dump. I want you to grab a piece of paper and a pen and we're going to start by making a list. Start with all the tasks you have to do every day, like everything, list it out. Once you've mapped out, write down approximately how much time it takes you to do each task. Now, go grab your big ass Sharpie and alter your map to include Alabama Just kidding. Sharpies are forever ruined for me. (laughs) But grab your Sharpie and put a big X next to any of the tasks that absolutely no one but you can do. Next, take a yellow highlighter and I want you to highlight the tasks that are super simple and could be taught to somebody in five minutes or less. Super easy. Next, take a green highlighter and I want you to highlight, or whatever color highlighter. I don't know why I'm assigning colors, guys. These are just the highlighters I have in front of me, so sorry. Use whatever fucking color highlighter you want and highlight the tasks that you can create systems for. So you should be left with a pretty flushed out list of tasks that you can and can't delegate. I recommend starting with the tasks that you highlighted in yellow, the super easy ones, just to flex your delegating muscles. So Once you feel comfortable with those being taken over by someone, you can start moving on to creating documented processes for the tasks highlighted in green or purple, whatever. Don't worry. Documented processes and systems are basically my favorite thing ever, so we will cover that in a separate episode. If you started making your list and it's just full of black X's or you're feeling like, I don't know. I'm stuck. I don't know what I could delegate to someone. I'm going to run through a really quick list of examples of tasks you could outsource to your team or a virtual assistant. So things like setting up the layout of a newsletter, creating, editing, and publishing your newsletter, maintaining the back end of the website, publishing or editing posts for your website, uh, creating information packets, or setting up your content for an ebook. They can proofread or edit material, design forms for clients and employees, or more kind of admin stuff like transcribing notes from a recording, or managing incoming general emails. Virtual assistants or other people on your team can also write or edit promotional copies or add SEO optimization to existing blog posts. They can invoice clients and schedule bills for the company or help manage your calendar. There's a lot of things that they can do for you that you might not even think of that are taking up time, but are. I'll put some uh, resources in the show notes for places you can go to hire reliable virtual assistants. 
Thankfully, it is basically 2020 and technology exists for creative entrepreneurs, right? Friends, trust me when I say that delegating is the only way you're going to be able to free up your time and then focus on the parts of the business that fuel your creative passions or spark your joy. Oh, I said spark your joy. I went on Marie Kondo on you. Sorry. Anyways, the biggest thing to take away from this episode is just to learn to let go and trust the system. Okay, guys, that's it for me. Uh, If you enjoyed this week's mini-sode, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and a review. Those sweet reviews are like a little Christmas present every time I see one come through, so thank you. And be sure to head to prettyokpodcast.com for show notes and resources. And as always, please, please DM me or email me with any topic suggestions or specific questions you have. Thank you guys for being here. I hope you know how much I appreciate you. Have a great week. Bye.